We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Aubrey Sampson, my name is Brian Fromm. So glad to have you with us today. And Aubrey, one of the things it feels like increasingly we're talking about on this show is AI, right? AI in our lives, but also AI and the church. Is Mm -hmm. it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You know, kind of just trying to get our arms around it. And with that in mind, we are thrilled to be joined by the head of AI at an organization called Glue. His name is Steel Billing. Steel, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, before we dive into this topic, tell us about Glue. What is it that you guys do at that organization? Yeah, so I'm I'm currently the head of artificial intelligence at Glue. We are a tech company based in Colorado, and our mission is to release the passion in every person to champion the growth of another, which effectively means that we pursue how the most advanced technologies in the world could be used to help people become all that God created them to be. Mm. And spoiler alert, we don't believe technology itself transforms people, but instead <laughs> relationships transform people. Mm. And we also believe that Every person has a desire to help others grow, and the ones who act on that desire, like pastors, mentors, youth sports coaches, Sunday school teachers, we call them champions, and they are championing the growth of others. And so our tech platform really aims at serving those people who are on the front lines championing the growth of others in their pursuit of helping others become all that they were born to be. And still, you had a really fascinating event, AI and the Church Hackathon. And I know some of your aim was advancing AI-based technology to help serve the faith community. And that brings us to a question that Brian and I often talk about on the show is, how can churches use AI? How should they not? How can it uh, impact the gospel? That kind of thing. So help us think through that. Yeah, well, there's a there's a lot of ways that churches are already using artificial intelligence. You know, I'll, if we just focused on the generative AI boom that has you know just been going on most of 2023, it started late last year uh, with the release of ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a there's a lot of ways that churches are already doing it. In fact, there's Facebook groups formed around this where thousands mm-hmm. of pastors and church leaders are already gathering and they talk about how each other is using AI on a daily wow. basis. Wow. It's called AI for Church Leaders. It's a great Facebook group. Uh, I'm a part of it. And we see things like, you know, we're using it to uh, just everything from forming ideas around what sermons could be preached, not necessarily forming or writing sermons for you, although we've seen some of those examples in the world, as mm-hmm. I know you guys have talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also see things like graphics being created with artificial mm. intelligence. We see... Um, you know, at the hackathon, we saw examples all the way from how can AI help me do the task in my church better, like analyze data for me mm. and give me some some recommendations. How can artificial intelligence, you know, help people with discipleship and evangelism and give people more encouragement and feel like they're more enabled or better equipped to share the gospel? Hmm. Um, and then, you know, one of the one of the challenges that we had at the AI and the Church hackathon was how can artificial intelligence actually help people 
feel closer to God or grow closer to wow. God, uh, which was a really cool outcome. Well, I'll talk more about that. Yeah, I, I want to hear that. Curious. What are some answers that you mm-hmm. think? Because you guys are clearly on the cutting edge at the front end of this. So what are some of the things you kind of concluded? Well, you know, one of the the winning projects of the AI Church Hackathon was by a group named Basil Tech. And Basil Tech has been a part of many great projects in the past um, that, that some of your listeners may have used before. One of them is an app called the Read Scripture app, mm-hmm. uh, something that Francis Chan talks a lot about. And it's just a new way to engage scripture. And so they've kind of been on the front edge of innovating how people can engage uh, with scripture, which ultimately is the, the number one driver to people feeling closer to God. So a great partner of ours is version, the creators yeah. of the Bible app. Uh, they partnered with us on this hackathon. In fact, their chief technology officer, James Chung, was one of the judges uh, at the hackathon. And uh, we had this whole challenge dedicated to intimacy with God, which if you read Version's mission statement, you'll find that little phrase in there, intimacy with God. Um, what they found is that the number one way that people grow closer to God is just spending more time in the Bible. Hmm. And so I don't know if you guys have ever talked about the power of four, that if you spend uh, four or more days a week in Scripture, engaging with Scripture, there's so many areas of life that just, you know, work huh. for you, right? That you, you feel healthier, you feel stronger in your relationships, you, um, uh, you're able to, to think more clearly. There's all these things that just kind of align and you're like, oh, no wonder God tells us that we should spend a lot of time consuming. His work. <laughs> so one of the winning projects from Basil Tech was around that challenge of intimacy with God. And they created this ability to take ancient catechisms, right? So this ancient text that would be about helping the next generation of people understand God's principles and yeah. grow in, in God, right? Take the text from those catechisms, um, allow an artificial intelligence model to read that text, essentially, and okay. then create kids and children's books out of it, right? That's so cool. allow. what's really cool about it, though, is it allows a parent to walk through that whole process and say, Hey, my kid is this age range. My kid is struggling with this right now. And I personally would love to teach them a principle related to God about this. And so it's very personalized. And then the artificial intelligence model creates a very personalized children's book for just you and your kid to be able to walk through with very high quality illustrations around it. That was the project that took home the grand prize. Okay, I'm a children's book author, so this is throwing me off a little bit, Steele, <laughs> but I'm glad to know that concept because I do love that idea. Talk to us, uh, Steele, about the naysayers, right? Like the the there's a lot of voices out there. This is wrong. The church shouldn't do it. This like you know, there's critique. Period. You're obviously trying to say, let's look at this a different way. Um, I guess talk to those voices that are like, absolutely not. No AI in the church. Well, one, it's really important for the listeners just to know that we also did not just jump right into artificial intelligence, you know, with just a completely open mind and say, yep, everybody flocked to artificial intelligence. We should absolutely use it. Um, Even with the AI in the Church Hackathon, we knew that it was important to not just bring together a bunch of technologists and software developers who are going to build technology using AI without the right constraints. And so we did a miniature hackathon, if you will, at the very beginning of the hackathon with some of the brightest theologians, pastors, Mm. uh, legal experts, and AI experts. And we brought them into a room. It was a group of about 20. They spent four hours answering one question is, what is God's purposes for artificial intelligence? So that 
when the hackathon began, we kicked off with this foundational um, set of principles and guidelines. We call them guiding lights for the technologists to build their technology around. One of which is, guys, technology cannot be about disintermediating relationships, which mm. means, you know, it, it can't be about creating a children's story that's really personalized for that, ch- that child that the parent isn't a part of, right? Yeah. So we're trying yeah. to disintermediate the parent out that's of. That's good. Uh, so a lot of those guiding lights came together. You know, so for the for the naysayers, one of the things that I've learned about artificial intelligence is it's really about the spread of information, uh, at least mm-hmm. the, the era of artificial intelligence that we are in today. And there will be future artificial yeah. intelligence errors, uh, er- eras. But the question that everybody's asking today is, can I trust artificial intelligence? Mm-hmm. And when you when you ask that question, you kind of have to go back to, well, what do we mean by that question? Well, mm-hmm. what you're really saying today is, can I trust the corporations behind the creation of artificial yeah, intelligence? Wow, so like that's good. OpenAI, Anthropic, Google, all of these companies who are building AI in very public ways, in very large ways. And you kind of ask that question, like, can I trust these guys? Mm. Yeah. There's a professor at Biola University, Miretu Guda, and he is just a brilliant mind. We had the chance to uh, to speak to him in depth and you know, he brought to light this truth that there are evil forces at hand using artificial intelligence mm. for evil purposes. Mm. And they're pursuing, you know, big, scary things called singularity, which is yeah. singularity is the it's the moment that we've gone too far. Right. Where yeah. robots are ruling the world and all that. Yeah. stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. So there are evil forces. But if you go back to the dawn of the Internet, Right. Um, at the dawn of the Internet, there were people who immediately saw the opportunity of the this thing called the World Wide Web. And they saw evil opportunities. Ahead yeah. Of them. And they pursued those evil opportunities, as we all well know, that there are bad ways to use the Internet. That's Imagine right. then if Christians looked at the Internet and said, hey, we choose to sit this one out. We choose mm-hmm. not to put our church's website out there. We choose mm-hmm. not to launch projects like the Bible app. We choose not to launch things like Jesus.net which flooded mm. the internet with truths of scripture. Yeah. Right? Imagine if that were what were, what happened. And we're sort of at a moment now where we have the same opportunity and mandate in front of us where artificial intelligence is going to spread information faster than we've ever experienced it before. Yeah. And and what's different about artificial intelligence is it's not just going to take, you know, information that we give it and yeah. and spread it. It's going to create its own information, but it's mm. going to create it based on the information that we have. So as Christians, our perspective at Glue is that we don't just have an opportunity to show up and leverage artificial intelligence. That's the mindset of the rest of the world. We have an opportunity to really lead the conversation around artificial intelligence because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we as Christians believe that we found the basis of all truth, and it's mm-hmm. called the Holy Bible. Yeah. So what does it look like for us to really advance AI with those foundations of truth uh, kind of core? Man, that is such good stuff, Steel. Steel Billings, uh, head of AI at Glue. Uh, you can connect with Glue on X. Uh, it's just at Glue, G-L-O-O, on Facebook, at Team Glue, on Instagram, at Glue HQ. I'd encourage you to do that. This is just the tip of the iceberg, obviously. Yeah. Uh, really helpful for us. Steel, great to meet you, man. Thanks mm-hmm. for all you're doing. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks a lot, y'all. Yep, you're listening to The Common Good. AM 1160, hope for your life.